Or two cats abandoned already. I know. The box is they will sometimes they'll do that more than. I can't imagine the Walgreens over here, though, having any kind of, like, frozen food. I mean, they lock everything fucking yeah. up. Everything's behind fucking uh, pl uh, plastic, you what know? What are you saying? I'm saying that people in this neighborhood stale shit. That's what I'm saying. Or at, least, or at least it's believed that people in this neighborhood steal shit. What is that grossness? This is, I think, the cereal that Mike Cost, Mike Gall, whoops, Coster, wants us to Mickey Cost? Yeah. More cereal? But we need milk. We don't have that. So we'll you didn't buy the, you, did, you bought wine at Walgreens, but not milk. You're right. Necessities. <laughs> I was on a timeline. That, uh, <clears throat> that looks really gross. Oh, okay. oh cashews. Cashews are fine, but uh, that so that seems. This is my dinner. Wings, Skittles, Skittles cashews. for dessert. Pretty gross. Ah, it was a shit day for you. If anybody wants any, they can. Uh, no, I'm, I'm asking you. It's just it's just been that way. Seems. Not. It's just long. Just because work work in general is shit. Lots of stuff. Lots of shit. Uh huh. Sure. What's, did you have any candy? No. Today? I mean, it's Halloween. I didn't know if they would uh, have candy they, lying around up. the office. People dressed up. Did Talk you to me? Did, 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 right. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Jason walked in with a bag on his head. <laughs> At first, I, I wasn't really quite sure if it was you or not. I thought maybe it was some tall fucking delinquent in the neighborhood <laughs> trying to rob me. I was a little nervous putting it on when I got out of my car. Someone just clubs you in the back of the head. Assume the worst. You ain't a thief. We're a thief, bitch. I'm sure they would like pulled you along, thinking you were a part of it. Right, exactly. You need some guidance, there, little fella. Hey, man, you've been casing this house. We've been casing this house, motherfucker. Ah. And then he could say, "Don't bother." There ain't shit in there unless you want some CDs or some. Cats. Uh, or something with cat hair on it. Yeah, uh, you want your um, Purge DVD. Yeah, my Purge Anarchy DVD. Uh, well, let's just get right into it. Hey, everybody! It's the Alabama Motherfucking Podcast. Woo, woo, woo! It's Halloween! Yeah! Which uh, doesn't mean anything in this neighborhood. Uh, no trick-or-treaters. Although, Jason, you said when you were driving in that you saw some people trick-or-treating. houses that looked like parents standing out by the sidewalk waiting while their kids went up to huh? the door. But again, I mean, I've, I've said this numerous times on this podcast. This neighborhood just isn't a trick-or-treater. In the 19 years I've been here, it's never, no one's ever come to the door, ever. I paid attention because I come from the other direction. Did you see any Down kids? Down street, there was, uh, I think, five porch lights on. And there were some kids on the corner. And I think those were the only ones I saw. It's a bad neighborhood uh, in, in the, for trick-or-treating. Like, I just don't... There's not a lot of kids, it seems like. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think there's kids, but I think... People now go out to those trunk and treat. Yeah, trunk and, and treat. Those kinds of things. And, I, and those 
take places at schools or churches? Like, I don't understand. Not having kids, I don't quite get the concept. Like, you show up in your car and you give candy out of the trunk of your car. Right? And I people walk know. around. I assume that's what it they is. They walk but around the parking lot going, hey. Yeah, I think you have candy in the trunk. Kids come around trick or treat. Are you vetted know. then? Can I just like roll up in my Ford Focus and go, I got some candy for some kids? Yeah, like that. Can I do totally, that? Yeah. Will they allow me to do that? I got some candy. I got some candy. Hey, sir, why are your pants off? None of your fucking business. Slowpoke. How more... great would it be to have it staged where you pull up to the church? Right. And then you have some little oh kid, like your nephew or something. Come up and you just throw them at the trunk and slam and jump in. Oh, thanks! And everybody's like, everybody's like, what the world? Thanks for the kid, bitches! I'd be like, what would you do? Uh-uh. Or something. Uh-uh. Would anyone say anything? Fuck and no. just like throw candy out the window as you drive away. <laughs> like a parade or something? Yes. It's a or parade! Throw the toilet. Put your toilet in the Throw the toilet. There you go. Hey, free toilet for all you bitches. Uh, speaking of toilet, we had that fucking, uh, my toilet upstairs has that um, the phantom flush thing going on. Have you ever had to deal Speaking with that, Jason? <laughs> no, but I heard you describing it. It's, uh, it's just, it? I don't know why. Yeah, you bought fucking wings. They got bones in them. I don't understand how that happens. Apparently, it's like the gasket or something. And so last night, I just uh, I turned the water supply off to it. But without, in the meanwhile, without telling Jamie, right? Without telling. But in the meanwhile, <laughs> though, water. the the tank, there was no water in the tank, so clearly this thing, it, it takes up a lot of fucking water. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking inside, like the the toilet's relatively new; it's like two years old, I think, or so. Yeah. And I, uh, in the ins, the innards of the toilet are not like any innards I've ever seen before. Like it just not like it the looks, ones at Mancino's. It looks yes. The, well, that those I couldn't even see because the tank water was black. Remember, it looked like someone took a shit in it. Yeah, but you're doing to the fucking up and around and figure it out. Uh, so I am. Uh, that's one of my goals. Shut up, Jamie. One of my goals. Is to well, I was just there again on uh, uh, what, they go, hey, Tuesday. <laughs> they gave me half off. You got the employee of the month picture right, off. Yeah. They give me half off there. It's great. That's why I stopped and get some meat for half off. Yeah. Uh, but that's now that's one of my chores to do, and I just suck at shit like that. I am the absolute worst at being the manly man and having to fucking fix things like that. I mean, no, don't, why are you rolling your eyes at me, Jamie? You're not any better. I've never I seen you. Too. Bullshit. I fix, I fixed the washer before. I fixed the sink. I fixed the sink last time. You did. Yes, but I fixed the washing machine. Yeah. And yeah, where's that washing machine now? But I fixed it and how long did it run? Long... Six weeks. No. <laughs> I figured out the part. Yep. So, uh, I, and I hate it. I dread shit like that. Like, I don't know how you feel, Jason. Like, I fucking dread any kind of having to repair anything in the house. It's usually my checkbook repairs it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, and that's where I'm at, too. I'm like, fuck, the guy who came and replaced the, the fixture outside. I'm like, I almost want to call him and be like, hey, man, are you any good at plumbing? Because yeah. uh, this, this shit's probably pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have him, the faucet upstairs probably could... Uh, be replaced as well too and i was looking at that i'm like all right i can probably replace this 
But then when you actually, like, get underneath and you're looking at stuff, I mean, like, just the space of, like, getting under there. You're doing everything upside down. Uh, there is no space. The sink drops down lower than where the attachments are for the actual faucet. It interrupts like, my Netflix this shit. time. Your Netflix time? No, I'm just saying when you're trying... Like, well, my Netflix any time. Any of us are trying yeah. to fix something. It's like, oh, it interrupts my Hulu or Netflix time. You know, my wine time. Well, it's uh, Amazon Prime time because Jack Ryan dropped today. Oh. They said uh, it was normally going to drop November 1st, but it dropped today. A little Halloween oh. treat, apparently. Hmm. You don't have that, though, do you? Amazon yeah. Prime? Have you watched it, Jack Ryan? Yeah, yeah I watched it's it. It's good. It's great. I love it. I'm glad You're it came out You were doing the trial thing at first, weren't you? Or no? No, we tried Hulu, but That's we okay. abandoned it. Hulu! <laughs> uh, oh, I'm your host, Stu McAllister, a failed comedian. Uh, with me is Jamie. Yeah. She's eating chicken wings, yeah. complaining about it. She bought a bottle of wine. It's been that kind of day. Moscato. Yeah, there's a Ben and Jerry's here ready to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got cashews. It's that. It's like Are she's... Are you going to mix the cashews with the Ben and Jerry's? No. It's like she's PMSing or some shit uh, over there. Like, I don't no, know what the just, fuck. The smorgasbord. What is Moscato, anyway? It's just sweet. I think it's like yeah, a dessert it's line. Sweet. It's, it's sweet. like a rosé or some shit. It's pink. It's not red or well, white. you get it, I think, other colors. It's just sweet. Okay. And it's a barefoot wine. You know what's good wine? Yeah, the that... screws. <laughs> And it tastes good, hot, or, cold, or cold or warm. You know, it's a good wine when you get it from a drugstore. Yeah, well, they have other wines. How much does a bottle of wine cost? That's, I think, five ninety nine. Five ninety nine for a yeah. bottle of water. Jesus yes. Christ, Jamie. Bottle of water. Big spender. Uh huh. Big spender. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Jason's here too. Jason, how are you? We, we, we missed. I saw you at the uh, the movie yeah. preview thing too. Did you like it? It was your first one. It was interesting. Would you go again? Yeah, I'd probably go again. See, Just because they don't charge. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's free, and um, you can win prizes. They gave out a lot of prizes. And I can't lie, that was probably the worst attended mm -hmm. preview thing we've been to. It's usually packed. Normally, it's full. Like, that whole, like, 400-seat yeah, or 500-seat. It's worse than I didn't win anything. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we, <laughs> we didn't, didn't, win, we didn't win anything either, so. I was going to jump up if I won. Yeah! We won, motherfucker! <laughs> and then we went, hey, we know Everybody him! Everybody else was like, one way right. to right. right. Just yell at him. <laughs> In the past, they've done these things called tweet-ups, where it's the same thing. They just show you the same 28 uh, previews. But in the moment, you can tweet about what you're watching and it shows up on the screen as you're watching it. They do it in a much smaller theater so everyone's much closer to it and you can read everything that's being said. And uh, it's for me, those were more fun because it's interactive. And I, I have a feeling they probably stopped doing it because I would go with yeah. six of my comedian buddies and then we would just make <laughs> obscene jokes about whatever the previews were. Because it still would be on Twitter, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was yeah. all done through Twitter. But it would show up and, on the screen. Uh, but it would show up on the screen. You had to use the hashtag. It was like hashtag tweet up celebration cinema or yeah. something. Something that not your average everyday person was going to use. Although we did tell people what the hashtags were. So people would just, during, during the thing, even though they weren't there, they were using that hashtag and... <laughs> tweeting in at us so it's pretty funny but uh yeah we we assume 
that uh, you brought other, down movie pass. We brought down and movie pass and down. the tweet up. Yeah. We figure people would uh complained or were not going to come because we were being cocksuckers about it. But fuck them! We had fun! I had a different must-see list than you. Oh yeah? What was? What did you want to see? My number one was probably Motherless Brooklyn. Motherless Brooklyn. It was you Edward know? Norton, Bruce Willis. Oh, fuck! I, I don't know. His <laughs> acting just seemed bad to me. The whole twitching and the fucking... Brr, brr. I don't know. Brr. <laughs> 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 I'm aware, but it just didn't seem right. I've seen people with Tourette's. I have too. There's different levels. I'm aware, and that's why it seemed like this is like the Hollywood version of someone with Tourette's. Fuck, shit. Right? That's what it seemed like to me. You pooped his pants? Yeah. I would have preferred it. So anyway. So Motherless Brooklyn. Yeah, that was probably my top. Good liar. Uh Uh-huh. Potential just for the people involved. Helen, was it Helen? What's yeah. her face? Uh, Mirror old timers. And then uh, <laughs> that's a sure the sign. You're getting older yeah. with the movies with old timers appeal to you. The uh, the preview though left me going. I don't know what's fucking happening yeah. in this movie though. There like, was I, a bit of that, but I assume that's because it's a lot of well, hopefully not too much double crossing because sometimes they get sure too clever by far where you're sitting there going what's going on right right, yeah, right. like okay are they working together or not right yeah now? like so. i saw once tinker taylor soldier spy oh I right i think i knew what was going on right. in that thing. getting a I little saw it too. convoluted I can't, can't remember it i saw it can't remember it did a lot of the movies look like shit because i'm sitting there with jamie i'm like a lot of these movies are not things I'm going to see at all. Yeah, well, the first seven out of the box are like kids' movies. You're right, right. And, uh... and you were right, though. They did, they posted about how they had, like, the kids stuff up front, so then if they wanted to leave and not see some of the rated R movies, oh, they could just leave with the kids. So, yeah. Although I didn't see anyone get them leave other than those, like, twat, uh, yeah, young girl ladies. They were just annoying. They were annoying for whatever reason. They left after the Star Wars one. Yeah, that girl power shit. Girl power, you go, Ray! You go, Ray! I wanted to push them I the say stairs. a problem with all these Terminator, Star Wars, uh-huh. Avengers. There's a lack of consequence. What do you mean? If I was doing a reboot of the Terminator, uh-huh. I'd show it like John Connor central to the story, and about ten minutes into the film, I'd have a bullet lodged in his brain. That would the be character's great. Character's dead, gone. On to the next part of the story. <laughs> that would be good. That would be a good way to do it. That's kind of I like stories that are like that, where you think this person's going to be an integral part of the movie, and then they're gone. They're gone in the like you said, the first five ten minutes. Or like the movie Scream when that right. first came out. And Drew Barrymore was all over the previews, and she was like the big picture on the poster, and they killed her in the first five minutes. You're like, what the fuck is happening in this movie, right? Yeah, they did it actually. We've watched, well, I don't recommend it to anyone who hasn't watched it, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And then one of the early seasons, they did a pretty good job where there was a villain, and he, they had him like on an interview, and he said, oh, I'll be around. Haunting these characters for seasons to come. And sure. Like, the very next episode, he got killed. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Well, that, I mean, that was probably the reason why I liked The Walking Dead, too, of like they weren't afraid to kill main characters and then just yeah. kind of move on. And Game of Thrones was sort of that way, too, of like you never knew if this person was going to be around or not. So, because it didn't, I never read any of the books, but I heard it didn't really stick to the books. So, 
But yeah, like in any of those Terminators, which I watch all the Terminators, they're fun to watch. But anyone oh. now, you know, basically when you see Sarah Connor and John Connor, they're right. going to be around at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'd agree with you. It would be kind of nice to sort of erase that part of the history and like, all right, it's gone and now we're moving on. <laughs> My wife probably said, well, maybe Sarah Connor died this way. I said, what? There would be no surprise. She's ancient now. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know how old Linda Hamilton is. She's got to be in her mid-60s probably, right? That'd be about as surprising as uh, when Han Solo got killed. Spoiler alert for any of you who right, haven't seen right. Star who, Wars Star The Force Wars. Awakens. <laughs> Although I was super sad when he died, man. I was like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I knew it, though, because Harrison Ford had whined for years about he thought Han Solo should have died in Return of the Jedi, so... Do you think he's just turning into a grumpy old bitch? Because that's what it seems like to me. If he was like complaining, I sent you that video the other day though. The number said, or said, Doctor Richard Kimball is back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he looked just yeah. like yeah. Richard Kimball. In that yes, video. and he was complaining about uh, President <laughs> Trump or whatever. So, but he just seems like a whiny bitch though. If he was complaining about Han Solo and then he complains about. Uh, Indiana Jones, like, when I die, no one should ever play Indiana Jones again. And I'm like, fuck that shit. You're the person who played the character. That would be like uh, Sean Connery going, no one can play Bond, right? Fuck right. off. Plus, it's not your character. Yeah. Right? Like, he didn't come up with that. Fuck no. He didn't come up with shit. He's a goddamn carpenter. Got we'll fucking bring back, lucky. If we're going to have to make that character die, we'll bring back Alan Quartermain. Do you remember Alan Quartermain? I do not remember <laughs> Alan Quartermain. <laughs> it was like a... Spoof, or not even really a spoof. It's just a knockoff, cheap knockoff of Indiana Jones. They came it. out in the eighties. Yes, yeah, it was like Alan Quartermain in the Lost City of Gold or something. I don't remember. There was of two shit. of them, and they were. Who played them? Do you remember? Was it anybody we should know? It's a known actor, but not a hot, but not like a big name. So. Who's Don Knotts? So, Jamie's just gonna pound this wine <laughs> right out of the fucking bottle like a classy <laughs> bitch does. On Halloween. Why dirty dishes? Treats to her. It's weird. Okay, see, I wanted... Uh, it's fun to me that you bought a bottle of wine because I got a can here. Uh, Jamie hates that I pick up random cans That's, wait. that you can uh, return Why for a deposit. Why is it right there? Because I brought it out to discuss Why? on the podcast. No, that one's... Ugh. <laughs> Well, I wanted to. I like the colors. Uh, I, I took it. Well, this is this is Richard the crazy thing. Chamberlain, and guess oh. who his girlfriend was in the movie? Uh, Richard Chamberlain. Uh, what what's her nuts from Moonlighting? What's her face? Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, it was a Sybil Shepherd. No. Uh, okay. Di. Uh, Jane Seymour. <laughs> no, I just gave you. A clue. Oh right, yeah, that was uh, what's her nuts? <laughs> the chick from uh, Sharon Stone. Yep. Boom. Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, but what? She was in that uh, fucking movie with uh, What's His Nuts. Uh, she was the psycho bitch. Yeah, I've got up Alan Quartermain in The Lost City of Gold, 1986. Yes. The description is an explorer, Richard yeah. Chamberlain, his archaeologist girlfriend, Sharon Stone, and a Zulu warrior, James Earl Jones, find a jungle city. Well, so that's, yeah, a lot of. Sounds pretty names. similar. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Is it on anything? Can you see it on Hulu or Netflix or anything? It's like on Prime. It's available to rent. Yeah. Netflix. See, I don't want to rent any that's of this weird. shit. Weird, like that one. Like, why would that? Would you have to rent that one? What are you doing? Attack every. That's weird to me. 
It's like probably it's because no, because nobody wants it. So they're like, all right, we're not gonna just throw it. Probably like it takes up space of some kind, right? Like I don't quite understand the, the digital charges, world, but aren't the charges due to like license, like the actual? Oh wait, Honestly, or whatever. I, the I don't understand how any of that shit works. I don't know. Oh, and before that was the predecessor to that in 1985 was King Solomon's Mines, mm. which wow. also featured Richard Chamberlain and so Sharon Stone. So there was Stone. several of them. Yeah, there was hmm. two of them at least. I the main thing I know about Richard Chamberlain, right? Is he was in Thornbirds, right? Correct. I guess, yeah. And that was my grandma gave me that book to read. God, you want to hear how much of a knockoff it was? It was pretty much exactly the same. Was a little very Nazis in, uh, in the first Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, he's they come to Indiana Jones because his ex mentor, right, knew all about the Ark. Right, he couldn't find him. So this one. Is ever in search of adventure, explorer Alan Quartermain agrees to join the beautiful Jesse Houston on a mission to locate her archaeologist father, huh. who has been abducted for his knowledge of the legendary mines of King Solomon. Right. Well, that would be funny if that came out first. Did that come out before Raiders of the Lost Ark? Because, I mean, the timeline is pretty similar. Five, so let's see what Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nunchucks. Not numb, Chucks. Numb is what you <laughs> no, get if you was hit about with one. Four years after Raiders. Oh, was it? Well, Raiders is eighty-one. Really, Raiders wow, came out in eighty-one. No. Shit. God damn. Oh, wow. I, was a, I was a little kid when it came out. Harrison Ford was uh, destroying the box office back then. Oh yeah, he was between Star Wars and that. Star Wars and that, and at the time was Witness and Witness and Blade Coast, Runner. Blade Runner. Either ninth grade. Straight destroying. But talking about the wine, so I have this can here. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, and I tried to return it and I couldn't return it at Meyer. They're like, we do not accept this shit brand of booze. So you took it with you? Yeah, I brought it back. Because oh, like, yeah. there's another bin you can throw uh, in there. Oh, what I like to I like to recycle yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm, like I'm a recycle bin there, isn't it? It's called dumpsters. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, That's yeah what especially it is. not in this Meyer. Yeah, they, might, they might see recyclables, but they don't do that. Right, right, not there. So, but this is a can. Uh, I didn't even know they still made this shit. It is a can of Four Loco, everybody. Four Loco, which I thought was banned. For uh, a period of time, because because there is a high fourteen percent. That's what I was gonna say. There is a high (laughs) level of alcohol content. Yeah, it's booze. Because if you get like a a hard cider, a Smirnoff, it's like between seven to nine, isn't it? Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. So when I saw this can, it was like fourteen percent. This is the can of alcohol that uh, gets you fucked up. What does it say right here? Blue Raz. Oh, it should so, be like Blue Buzz. <laughs> you're fucked up. It is a it's a malt beverage with clearly artificial flavor and colors. So, but it's uh, this <laughs> is the shit. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Blue Raspberry. So, but what? Uh, this was uh, made to fuck you up. What is the alcohol contest? Especially because it's a large serving too. Yes, it is. And people are getting angry about the can. How many servings that represents? Uh, If that doesn't appeal to kids more than fruit flavored vaping, says this is 
4.75. Service? Service. <laughs> this can is 4.75. In uh, That's because all the alcohol What is it? it? I'm assuming, yes. I can't... What are you supposed to serve it in little juice glasses or yeah. something? So apparently, yeah, it's like a, a double deuce. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a double what? deuce. We're getting way off what? track here. Like a double dagger? What are you talking about? Uh, no, no, I'm. So, I take it back. A double, a double deuce would be like a, four, right. a forty. Wait, we forgot to ask. Are we recording this? Yeah, it's on. Okay, <laughs> it's on. We're twenty five minutes in already. We haven't said shit. This is a twenty three point five ounce can. What a strange uh, number to be like. Why okay. do they make everything? Like, why don't they just make everything without points? Without the halves, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever, I, whatever, I agree with you. Two, yeah. Point yeah, yeah, whatever. Yes, I, I don't it's know. Annoying. so But it's very strange. So I know for a while, like they did, it, Four loco was banned because of the high alcohol content. And because if you look at this can, it's very colorful. It's like blue and red, and it's kind of, it is sort of nice say looking. What I said? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I agree said with it you. First. I know, and I'm going to agree with you, Jamie, like that this was geared towards selling oh, towards yeah. kids. I, it clearly. is cool looking. Because it's, it's blue raspberry. Although, look what it says right there, Jamie. What does it say? We that ID. big circle. Yeah, the big circle's like, we ID. Well, well, Jamie um, can read it without the glasses, so you know they mean business. On that topic, I'm sure the two of you probably listen to the daily on the vaping. I, you know what? I've skipped the vaping because uh-huh. I don't care about it. I don't give a fuck about it. I go back and listen to it because I was trying to do something else. I was listening to it, and I missed parts. So what were they saying about well, it? Well, I will say that I... In summation out of it, our local radio personality who's claiming there's no problem with the product is uh, misguided, misinformed. (laughs) What's wrong with vaping? Even the manufacturer, the main manufacturer, Juul, knows they got problems coming. Oh, is it because they're putting bad chemicals and shit? Or what? Yeah, they basically don't know. One of the things they have the CEO saying, if you don't smoke, don't use our product. (laughs) Really? Okay. Because, I mean, I know they always have said, like, this is a safe alternative to smoking. Like, you're going to get your nicotine buzz. But, I mean, I don't know what else is in it. I mean, you would always see those articles about how, like, the vape machine, like, blew up and blew someone's face off. But Their first, when it was recounting their history, their first thing was the government stepped in and said, way too many kids. The amount of... Oh, Young sure. people smoking or vaping. Vaping, right. Has mm-hmm. shot up dramatically because right. of your flavors, so you need to do something different. And sure. they kind of self-regulated themselves trying they, to address how? that, but they kind of did it in a superficial way where things that were like cool mint just became cucumber. Um, Re- right, so right. You're just changing that, names um, and shit. Do you, I mean, it clearly was never meant for... Uh, people who are smoking cigarettes to stop using and then now start doing vaping. It was to take advantage of these kids probably aren't going to smoke cigarettes, but we can get them to smoke our fucking machines, right? Yes, exactly. So that's what it is. And so, now they, now they, and it, the second stage in the evolution was the deaths and right. illnesses. And at mm-hmm. first they tried to say it's. Purely marijuana related, and then they even the came THC back and, things. Yeah, yeah. they came back now and they're saying, "Oh yeah, it might not just be marijuana related." Sure. So, <laughs> so they said they did do it intentionally to appeal to kids. I missed that. No, all the the flavors. It's right. clearly flavors. like blue raz. Like what fucking adult is be like? Ah, I'm gonna See, drink some blue raz. Right. 
I would be one of those adults. Yeah, I'm aware yeah, that I mean, it's you, I'd but it's, it's geared towards kids. Who says? Well, look at it. Adults. Let's hold this back up. Yes. But this. See, you can't. I like that. That would appeal to me. Yeah, so but as an adult, say, you would probably get it if it was solid blue, too, and look boring as... Yeah. But you can't say that they only did it to appeal to kids. Y- yeah, you can. No. Well, you, you can, can well, you, but you're not you, right. Yeah, I am I right. I see the proof. And you can say that, like, I'm Show okay me. with you as an adult going, I would still drink that because, you know what, you're a fucking adult. Yeah. That, you're ta- you have that, the same taste as a child, though, but there you go. That it is for, to me. I get that. That is for kids just going into college. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get Yeah, some, let's get fucked up. I'm buying blue raz. One get... can of blue raz, uh, 4.5 serving. One can an hour, probably. It also, <laughs> though, it stands out from all the other cans lined up. Right! Right! So it's also a marketing thing. For children. No. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. So then why it's do you... Why, well, it's exactly the why they do it like that is why they do monster drink like that, too. Yeah, yeah, just crazy colors. Because if you just man. had monster in a... If you just had adult energy drink in a plain black can, right. we might still get it. But kids wouldn't be like, oh, I want to get my monster. Because it would be... Some plain Jane item. So why doesn't, like, Coors, uh, Coors Light or... Uh, Bud Light had do crazy fucking can colors like this. they just never have. Let's take oh, it back to on, when Jamie. we were young. Why was Joe Camel uh-huh. out there? He was a cartoon who had a vagina for lips. <laughs> Camel talk? But he wasn't there to... Camel mouth. He wasn't there to influence the buying decision of a 45-year-old. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that I think they've proven they did that intentionally. Right, and that's why they got rid of it. Right. Show me the proof of this then. Oh god. Why, that's why the that's why in the first thing they had to change it from cool mint to cucumber because right. they, they were, were made to. How much alcohol right. content mint. is in that, Jamie? Look okay, at the bottle how, real quick. What kind of ice Look at the bottle real quick. What and just kind tell of me. icebreakers do 6. I buy? 5%, I'm guessing. I don't know. You buy like the weird cool like mint mints. or whatever. Right, I like mint stuff. Yeah. That's a mint though. We're talking about an actual mint, not a flavor of booze. But mint isn't to me a flavor like a fruit flavor. Ugh. Anyway, how much booze content I is in your right. bottle of you wine? I am wrong. And just call she me too. She's already smashed to the no. thimble. I've had a long day. I'm going to ask you. Much, I'm going to ask you for the twentieth time how much booze content is. That's it's right next to you. You're guzzling it out of a fucking I, paper I, I bag. I didn't drink that much of it. Ugh. Get a straw, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> get a metal fucking straw. I mean, there's not even like a quarter of it at all gone. I can't even fucking see. <laughs> I, can't, I don't think it even says. God damn, that is some cheap ass shit. I think that's just pink flavored water is what you have there. I'm supposed to vape it. Yeah. Yup. Put this in a vape in a humidifier. I wonder if you could do that. If you could put put fucking like shit, wine. It doesn't say anywhere. Yeah. It's you, the ultimate oh 2016. God. Ultimate wine challenge winner. Shit. What does that mean? <laughs> that's their own, that's their own company wine. Exactly. <laughs> this is our own competition. We're going to go up against ourselves and uh, we won. Participation trophy for everybody. Let's put some wine in a humidifier. And let's see what happens. See if we get fucked up. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. We need an intern for some stunts. If you'd like to be an intern. Not intern Johnny. Steve, get back. Or intern over there. Scott. 
God it's damn. Oh, you gotta look for it that way. All right. What? You're looking for the. I don't, it's not in there, there, Jamie. I don't think you're gonna see it. It has to be. Um, that's the warning about the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink and drive. Don't be pregnant while you're drinking. Step. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do we need a? Do we need <laughs> a filler <laughs> fact while we're doing this? Get us a filler fact, Jamie. Because people are right now going. This Google episode's it. going. This episode's like Why Jamie's is this day. Not a filler fact. Jamie has let us down with her fucking <laughs> I moves. Don't, but I'm not. That's what I. I don't look at that. Here we go. Filler fact. There may be 2,000 active serial killers in the U.S. Oh right now. Huh. Wait, how many? How do they figure out numbers like that? I'm always Thomas curious. Hargrove has been archiving homicides for years. Through his experience, he came up with an algorithm that found patterns in recent murders. This allowed him to estimate the number of unsolved repetitive cases. Well, there you go. All right, here you go. The itty bitty little thing that says... Nine percent. Oh, it's higher than I guessed. Nine percent. Yeah. Where did you find that? Right alongside there. Jesus, that's some pretty tiny print. Yeah. All so right. Maybe that is appealing to kids. Uh no, not at all. Kids aren't looking at that. All right, uh, Jason, this is specifically for you uh, yeah. well, because well, our past. Jesus, Jamie is fucking. God damn it, Jamie. <laughs> Uh, our past uh, partner in crime, Graham, uh, sent this along. All Graham right. Van Bocker. Oh, yeah. uh, I want to know how Graham got to Arizona. Because he always he had the quandary of how he was going to get there. Oh, he, he he ended up selling his Prius and they drove like a truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Not eventful. Uh, <laughs> this is a weird uh, Kickstarter thing. And I'm not even sure how to... Uh, how to read can... this because it's a Kickstarter, but like they want it's called a, <laughs> it's called Love Sync Kickstart Your Love Life. Uh, it says here, Love Sync button lets you realize many more opportunities when you could be having sex. Does he realize um, I've been married forever? I don't know. He, <laughs> want, he wanted your opinion on All this. Right. They yeah. want they wanted a goal of seventy five hundred dollars. And they, uh, they've tripled it. They got $21,000 from 442 backers. And this, uh, let me read here the description. It says, you're in love, but you don't always know when your partner is in the mood for romance. And sometimes you get shot down, so you stop trying as often. Even if occasional rejection doesn't bother you, you may be worried of leaving your partner feeling guilty that their libido isn't always matched up to yours. Other times, you'd be game, but you let the moment pass because you're not quite motivated enough to be the one who makes the first move. With Love Sync, there's no rejection, no guilt, and no missed opportunities. Take the luck out of getting lucky and make your move with confidence. I hope this is like a button that yeah, shoots yes. out of your rear end. Uh, it says one place a button on <laughs> each. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, Jesus, ready. hello. <laughs> so you place a button on your bedside oh, and plug in a USB power outlet. Uh, when you feel like you could be up for getting down, you discreetly tap your button. Your desire will be stored for a set time period. No risk of rejection here. No pressure on your partner. If only what? one of you tap, nothing happens. Wait, how is there no fear of rejection? Is this a... Is it, how did it go off, did you say? I don't know. I guess it just signals something else. I don't know. Does it light up? Is that what it said? Uh, yeah, it looks like it does light up. Okay, it's so like a, on every night you're going to bed, the light's 
And you're like, oh no, hell no, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> the other person's laying there going, hey, the light's on. Right. <laughs> maybe because it doesn't, maybe it doesn't light up if the other partner doesn't tap it. It lights up maybe when you both tap it. Like, I don't know. It says, but if your partner is also feeling a bit randy during this time period, they'll be discreetly tapping their button. The patent pending love sync technology recognizing that there is consensus. It lets you both know with a swirling glow. So that's where it oh, is. Oh, so you each tap so a button on your tap. individual side of the bed. Right. So, you, so you tap your own button. Yeah. To let the, your partner know whether or not you yes. want to tap their button. Yeah, but uh, isn't your... Significant other going to catch on when every time they hit their button, they go, Right. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then he goes off. I'll just have a little weight sitting on my button. Love sync allows people to pursue their desires more frequently, leading to a significant increase in successful outcomes and therefore a more fulfilling relationship. I don't see that succeeding. What did Graham want to know about it? I don't know. He just, just he wanted to know what your take was. <laughs> oh. I thought it was pretty, how pretty much interesting. Is the, how much does the item cost? Uh, let's see. It says uh, early super bid is $44. Uh, early bird special is $50. And the Kickstarter is $57. Two sets is $109. You've got to probably have two and sets. And then it says, it says four sets. Why do you need four? Four sets. <laughs> what's Swingers. the what's the range on this thing? Can you have it on your bed and the neighbor's bed? Yeah. yeah. If all four get hit, ding. <laughs> to me, this seems really strange. The founders are Ryan and Jen Smitch. C M I C H Smitch. Oh. They've used the the button in their own relationship over the past few months. And they are convinced in the technology and that it will benefit others. How about, I'll give you the cheap system for this. Whoever's yeah. first to bed throws their pants up on the covers. It doesn't. <laughs> Next I mean, to bed. Just, you're just in bed naked. <laughs> Next to bed says, oh, wait. It just looks like she's a... she's naked. Yes, there you go. Go ding, time. Ding, ding. It yeah. looks like a circular mouse is what it is. So not, not super big. It's kind of weird. I don't imagine you'll see it. I don't. I don't think you're gonna see it in stores. Can you imagine going to Walmart or something? Get myself one of them love sync buttons. What section would you find it? Is it electronics or is it like next housewares to the, next to the condoms? You have it in no. You probably have it in uh, in in bedwares, right? You get it like a one night stand and a lamp. And I'm uh, surprised like it's not sink. an app. By well, now. that's what someone said. Someone asked why it wasn't an app. And then, but you had to, like, you for me to, to figure what the, out. What the hell am I going to pull up here if I put uh, a lover's app? What the fuck is this dumb thing? Oh, God, what did I do? Uh, I know, why isn't it just an app? And going to the frequently asked questions. Uh, why isn't it an app? Dedicated love sync hardware is superior to an app for a number of reasons. Uh, not everyone keeps their mobile devices at their bedside, making love sync technology unavailable for use when you need it most. Yeah, everyone keeps their phone by their bed, fucking idiots. Even if people do keep their mobile device near them at night, notifications are typically silenced, so you'd miss uh, out knowing when you're synced with your partner. Frequently, users find they have an impulse and discreetly tap their buttons late in the evening or during the night when getting out a mobile device would not be very discreet. Since by definition you can't tell if your desire is received by your partner's device 
Unless they also tap theirs. So does this mean you can never, you have to do it through the device? Yes. Like there's no, like, spont- like, no, uh, like, uh, Spontaneity? All of a sudden, Is that you, the word? All of a sudden you feel things. You all have to like tap the button first. Like, yes. <laughs> oh God, I feel something. Tap God, the button. A, God, there's a ton of apps for couples. Oh, oh, you went through like Google Play or whatever. Icebreakers, you and me, avocado. What the world? Avocado. I'm surprised there's one eggplant. Lock lock. I don't know what that means. Happy couple. Expressing needs. Jeez. The one that says you've got to be kidding me. Oh, sh- <laughs> I've got a headache. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was my favorite. I got a headache, bitch. <laughs> Not tonight. I'm on my period. That's another one. I'm on my period. You're 63. <laughs> I love the period. You're saying that? <laughs> yes. I'm saying that. I'm on my period. I'm, I'm seeing my doctor tomorrow. <laughs> it might be something else. So just interesting. I don't know why Graham brought that up, but there you go. So I don't know. It doesn't sound like anything I would purchase, but uh, hey, but, but they, someone is. Someone is. Try the underpants on the covers first, Graham. There you go. It's probably just the people who know them. I don't know, 442 people gave over $21,000. That's a lot of fucking money. Wow. That's crazy. Silly. Good for them. Yeah. Are they gonna, maybe they're going to go to Shark Tank next. They won't work. Shark they Tank! They won't do it. Big news! Big, Big news! news. Did you guys hear the news today? No. Big news. Big news, Jamie. Yeah, this is right up your alley here. Uh, someone's coming to Van Andel next year. Big news. Oh. The one, the only. Mm-hmm. Garth Brooks. No, I don't give a <laughs> shit about Garth Brooks. That would be big <laughs> news, too. Uh, Journey. Journey mm-hmm. is coming. I've seen with him there. Little, with the little fella? Yeah, with the uh, Filipino dude. Oh. He's coming. It's weird when you look at the picture because you're like, oh, there's the Filipino dude. You got oh, all the these old Pinata dudes. Or something like that. You got these old guys, and then there's an Asian dude in the middle of them all. So they're coming in July for those who uh, live in the Grand Rapids area and like to see Journey. Those guys got to be fucking old, though, Jamie. I think I saw Jamie, the, right? the other singer, the real singer. Steve Perry? Yeah, Jenny. He hasn't been with them in a while, though. This would have been like five years ago or something? Then you just saw right. Steve Perry then. Huh? No, I didn't see Steve Perry either. She well, I mean, but it wasn't. Steve Perry has yeah. not been with Journey in the last five There was, years. Uh, in between Steve Perry and oh. Ari Panetta, there was Steve Algeri was in there. I don't know who that is. That's another, that was another <laughs> oh, singer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Steve. it was when they, they were supposed to perform here, and then they, the singer got, he was sick, so they had to reschedule it. Oh. But it was still within that same, like, six months or something like that. I don't that. know. But yeah. is that, like, to me, like, that is a band that I'd be like, oh, I'd, I'd go see these guys. Like, we recently saw Heart, and we saw Hall & Oates, and we're seeing all these old fucking bands. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys got to be all be in their 60s, right? Mm-hmm. I would think so. Yeah. Oh, the Journey guys? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? It's a big Bible thumper now, too. Who, Steve Perry? No, Jonathan Cain. Is he some dude in the band? See, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know the band. <laughs> oh, yeah, members. he's like the keyboardist. Of is he? Oh, of course he's the keyboardist. Those guys are all fucking assholes. So, uh, but it, it got me thinking though. Like, is there a band that you would want to see come to Grand Rapids? Probably kind of from that same era of music, of like seventies and eighties. Um. Um. Probably. 
That's not a fucking answer, Jamie. It's not, uh, not a thing. I'm glad that you thought about it. I know Elton John's coming back again. He's doing the uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. <gasps> I only see Bob Seger. Seeger's done. Fuck Bob Seeger anyway. Yeah. I know it's sacrilege. I can't say that living in Michigan, but I couldn't give two shits about Bob Seeger. Um, let me think though. 80s, I love the stage dolls, but they never leave Norway anymore. The who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never heard of them, the stage dolls. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Did they have any song played on the radio? Yeah, they did have one album in the that went up the U.S. charts. Had a couple of songs, Love Cries, Still in Love. Hmm. And what kind of music is it? I mean, if they're from Norway, I'm thinking like synth pop or something. No, no, no. It's that melodic rock in the same vein as your Def Leppards and stuff. (laughs) Really? All right. See, I was thinking maybe it'd be more like Depeche Mode or maybe a little harder like the Scorpions or some shit. Hmm. See, most of those that were good back then, I saw back then. And <laughs> now they're right. very pale versions of what they once mm. were. Pale comparisons. Well, they don't keep up with the times, or they just don't write, or what is it? They all hate each other? Yeah, I think, well, in the development of their careers, especially the ones that made it particularly big, like a Def Leppard, it just becomes a repeat cycle. Sure, right, yeah. I mean, they yeah. like Def Leppard's a great example because they kind of peaked at, uh, God, what is that? <laughs> Hysteria. Hysteria and Adrenalize. Yeah. And then they, they got a little bored with what they were doing and tried to differentiate with slang. It didn't go so well. Sure. And then they've kind of ever since been Just playing the hits, the, baby. repeating the old stuff. But it, and they can get away with it, though. Yeah, but what you're seeing now, if you'd seen them then, what you're seeing now is right. older, tireder. I mean, how many times, I think about this, the one I think about in particular is John Mellencamp. We saw John song. Mellencamp, yeah. yeah. I mean, how many times in your life do you want to sing Pink Houses? Right, right. <laughs> well, that, that's when they, he, he, he breaks them up, though, and he does, what is it called? It's yeah, a it fucking... Oh, oh, yeah, he's good, melody. but you know he's got to be bored out of his mind. Right, right, he hates it. He but doesn't want to sing R-O-C-K it, in the USA It's the mashup. He didn't fucking sing all of those songs. He sang, like, one song that incorporated, like, five of them. Mm-hmm. And so to appease everybody. And then he did, ha- he apparently had a new album or whatever, and he played some stuff off it, and everybody's like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, <laughs> yeah. But all he right. mixed it up well. I so guess. I mean, I clearly could have cared less about the new stuff. I don't think I could tell you one new song no, that came out in the last 20 years I from John Cougar Mellencamp. I hate it when the, it's not mixed up like that. And so then you're like, your variety, like, they'll be in blocks of time, and then just big, long sex would be important. Yeah, this is the bathroom break time. This is when I go get myself a beer. Or, you if know, you get were myself that a artist, loco. here's a question for you. If you were that yeah. artist, say you got your one big hit, mm-hmm. you just come out and knock that thing out of the way, Mm-mm. you hold it, well, we got a prime example yes. of like when we went to that, that 80s, one. we went to that 80s oh, that. mega tour thing or whatever, and then uh, Men Without Hats mm-hmm. uh, came and they did Safety Dance right off the bat, yeah. very first song, Safety Dance, and we're like, holy wow. fuck, yeah! yeah! 
And then what did they close on? Safety dance. Safety dance. They played it again and we're like, and we were like yeah. we loved it. Yeah. It well, was the best. That was the only song I think I knew of. It. And that tour sucked balls. Yeah. They played at the Van Handel, which sits like 12,000 people, and there was maybe 2,000 people there. It was empty. Well, I've got the classic example of this, because one we liked from the 80s was John Wayne. And okay. we've seen him now, I think, nine times. All right. Including last year, we went and saw him up in Fremont. Fremont? What the fuck's in Fremont? <laughs> Fair. But more people live on my street than live in Fremont. They do have a nice venue up there now. There's like a... Gerber? Yeah, I don't know if it's connected with them, but it's a very nice theater. Okay. But um, out of the times we saw him, one time we saw him in Detroit, and he came right out, and right out of the gate, did Missing You. And it was a relief as the audience member because otherwise at every show you sit there and the people next to you scream, Missing you! Missing right, you! Right. Show and you want to say, Shut the fuck up! Sure. <laughs> people know him just for the one song. Or right. Right, 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 right. You know, there, yeah, when you go to one of his shows, you're either hearing screaming that or when I see you smile because that was his big mm-hmm. hit with bad English. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was, I almost preferred to getting it out of the way. So what size theater does a guy like that play? Like like a thousand? Less? No, I don't know. It would look like 250 maybe. Okay, all right, because I was going to say the dude is not big. I like I recognize the name, but I don't think I could have told you one of the songs. Like, I recognize both songs you just mm-hmm. said, but do you, if you were to go like, okay, who who sang that song? I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, he had... He's a kind of almost can be in the one hit wonder category. Right. You have the bad English right. song in there. When well, we went to Mbop. Yeah, Hanson. Well, that yeah. was unreal, oh, yeah. too, Oops, because <laughs> we were the only people, Jamie and I were the only people there who didn't know like any of this shit. Yeah. I, I won the tickets. I got them for free somehow. Oh, oh no, you bought them. That's right. Jamie bought them for some fucking reason for my birthday, I yeah. think it was, right? So we go to Hanson, and we were clearly uh, everyone's parents. <laughs> and uh, we only, I only know really the Umbop song. And uh, did we even see them play it? Nope. Because we, we were there for, they, it was their 25th anniversary or whatever. And so everybody was ape shit about it. And yeah, apparently they got eight albums. Songs and everything and everybody knew all their songs. And <clears throat> like we were there two and a half hours and they still hadn't played it. And I'm like, all right, we got to go. We're sitting along <laughs> the back wall on the ground. Cause yeah. They, you know, now we went. We went last summer, and what was good was we went last summer to see Corey Hart. Ah, but he had not toured in twenty years. Oh, so for him the songs were kind of fresh again. Sure, fresh for him. Yeah, versus yeah, like you said, you go see Def Leppard. I mean, how many times have they sung "Pour Some Sugar on Me"? Right. Well, then there's that piece of I get that they must you know some they're probably like sick of it or whatever. But you can't be like Pat Benatar and refuse to sing it just because. Yeah, you don't want to do it. it. Right. You got to do it for your fans. Right. You got you have to there do has it to be for an your fans. Appreciation because that's part of what got you to where you are. And you you kind of can sympathize with their diminished enthusiasm too because at one time, you know, you were playing. <laughs> You were playing oh, the Van Andel Pack, sure. and now you're at the Elegant County Fair for yeah. 200 right. people right. who haven't got free well, tickets or something. Right, <laughs> but then, they don't play anymore. But then whose yeah. fucking fault yeah. is that? I always put it back on the goddamn band. That it's your fucking fault that you're not playing arenas anymore. I don't know if it necessarily it is. Stop. <laughs> Stop. They haven't been able to, to keep relevant. up with the times. All right, yeah. they haven't stayed relevant, and they can play what they want to do, but, like, this is how it's... I mean, you look, look at fucking... Um, 
the, the band town here, the fucking Verve Pipe, right? Verve Pipe were kings for, for a brief moment of time from like the mid-90s, right? And now they just fucking didn't do shit, right? Yeah, but going Jackson back to the going alive. back to the John Wayne example. Okay. Post Bad English, I would argue, had a period of his best albums, and not one of them made a dent anywhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's some of his best music, but. Right. But it's not it's not popular then with people. Right. So. It's, uh, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, because right. you could say that about Hanson, because like I said, Hanson had eight fucking albums. Yeah, and, and I, I could tell you agree. Like Hanson is, you know, they're time was so it was pretty brief they well there put, were other factors they were like teen heartthrobs right they got old the voices cracked and whatever yeah. they weren't cute anymore but they did everything themselves the seven other albums were all shit they put out themselves right so their music they may actually if you listen to album eight compared to album like one album one Oh, it doesn't sound exactly the same. It's, it's very poppy shift. It's yeah. all it's just, very, like, when you're, like, well, I mean, I say that, yeah, kind of kiddingly, but every song they sang all sounded the same, and it was just all, yeah, it was just horrible. And everybody knew it. Yep. Everybody knew every. It was, like, 95% girls, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other, like, 4% were, like, parents of these kids. And then there was 1% boyfriend of like, oh, what the fuck yeah, am I doing here? There's a lot of, yeah, like 20-year-olds or whatever. Yeah, and they yeah. all fucking loved it. And we, remember, there was one girl who fucking like her mom was dragging her out because she got so oh, hammered. Right, right. She got hammered at Hanson. And the, the well, mom had to drag her out. It would have been a lot more enjoyable. Ugh, yeah, I wish. I wish I got hammered mm-hmm. at Hanson. So. Music's crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy... Uh, did, did either of you guys work in the service industry at all? God, no. Yeah, I was a did you? restaurant waiter. Waiter? Did you ever get... Waiter? I don't know if you can... I worked, at, I, know, I worked at Ponderosa. Do you really What? Ponderosa? I love that place, man. <laughs> I get excited when I see Ponderosa still open. Like, there's one in Mount Pleasant, and uh, I've seen some others around. I, I thought, when I was a kid, I loved that place, man. It was the best. <laughs> The fact yeah, that because they go through the line and they order, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they haven't really. You didn't take their order, but you have to bring them their food. Yeah. And when they need extra things, you bring it to them. Mm-hmm. But what I quickly discovered back then is the manager wanted you to charge them for sour cream. So oh. people would go through, get their food, and then they'd say, "I want a sour cream." Oh. The surest way to fuck myself out of a tip was to go. 79 cents oh. for the sour cream. Right. So right. You just had to give it to them. It blew my mind, though, that that was the first place that gave, like, uh, free refills on soft drinks. I was like, what? When I was a kid, I was like, what? I can have another root beer? Holy shit. Right. I think you could get as much of the ice cream bar as you wanted to. Probably. Blew my fucking mind away. I love that place. Did you ever get, like, a weird tip then? Did you ever get, like, a tip that was so extraordinary that you're like, oh, holy fuck. Did someone like drop like a tip a double... was extraordinary? Right. Okay. All right. So nothing. And you said you never worked in a place where you were going to get tipped either, huh? I worked in places where like you would occasionally get tips. You know, like I was a caddy at a golf course and stuff. I mean, people didn't normally tip. You're a stripper. You, you could that get brings stuff. up a question. When I was a mover. I got tipped occasionally. Huh? Do you tip anywhere where you get takeout? No. No. I mean, well, I might. 
maybe I'll throw like a dollar, so, like if I have actual cash or something, maybe. But he'll be one of the his returnables. <laughs> I give him a four loco kid. No. There you go, mm-hmm. four loco. Do you if you use the credit card, do you always cross off the tip and write the total no. so they don't fuck with you? Oh no, I've never done that. Oh, I probably I should. Do that. But at like the Chinese place by us, they've got a thing, a, a box out front that says. Takeout tips or something like that. I thought, what? Well, yeah, you see the tip jar everywhere now, right? Yeah. Like, you even see tip jars at, like, Subway and stuff like that. I'm like, God damn it, man. If I ordered... Going down the line. A, if it was, like, a big order or know, something that was more out of the ordinary, then I'll leave a tip in there. I hate it, uh, which they don't do it as often now. Now they usually have, like, a separate carry out entrance at a lot of places but it used to be if you went to like Applebee's if you got a takeout they bring it out to you oh well before that yeah that's (laughs) a development too but before that you'd have to go in and there wouldn't be you'd have to go to the bar and deal with the bartender and they'd have to stop what they're doing to take care of you and that almost feels like you're intrusive they're they're setting you up to give a tip to that person Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Uh, well, the reason I bring up the tip thing is because there was a bartender in Missouri who didn't get a tip. They left uh, someone left something unusual for them instead. Uh, they left a lottery ticket, hmm. and it won. Your, and it won. Hmm. How they big? Won. How how much oh, do you think they won? Two hundred thousand. No, nah, not quite that much. That would be amazing. Fifty thousand dollars, though. <laughs> how bad do you feel as the guy who left that thing? It, apparently, it That's was uh, one of the regulars in the bar uh, bought tickets, and uh, he bought. Apparently, this guy bought tickets for everybody, and he tipped the bartender with the lottery ticket, mm-hmm. and they won fifty thousand dollars. So then, what do you do when you're that person? You keep fifty thousand dollars. You gave it to me. I mean, if you like, what do you feel like she owes the guy who tipped her? Like, you don't, well, you, you don't give money back like, to the guy oh, that tipped like, you. you like, anything? Like, what do you compensate? Nothing. You get well. You give him twenty percent, right? Twenty percent is a good tip. I don't know if it's like an owing thing. It just seems like it's you, the right thing. You give him a free round. Yeah. You, they're from Missouri, so uh, you give him a Budweiser. I give him a, a lottery ticket. Sure. Yeah, you buy them a lot. You give them a scratcher though. You get a fucking scratcher, you bitch. But it matched uh, four of the five uh, balls drawn in Powerball. I saw recently there on uh, speaking of the lotteries, there was one that won, but uh, I forget where this was. But so many people had put in the same number that the prize ended up about fifteen hundred bucks each because it was four twos. Oh. A ton of people had played two, 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 two. I've heard of that. Of like, there for whatever reason, there's something like in the news, or there's a weird day, and so so everybody will bet on it, and so then like, yeah, you won, but then you share it with ten thousand people. (laughs) Yeah, it was a huge share. Like, I mean, you still win something, but you're not winning a ton. So, I want to stick with the gambling and all. Uh, World Series is over. Uh, Do you guys know who won? Houston Nationals. <laughs> yes, you you both didn't seem really sure either of you. I thought that's what I heard though. Uh, but yes, it was the Nationals won, and they did play Houston. And the weird thing, I guess, the wrong team. The weird, the weird thing about the playoffs, this the World Series, was that the the visiting team won every game. No home team won a game. They won seven games. It's weird. You would think a home team's going to win at least one game, but you they know what did. Else is weird. 
Baseball? Oh, my hair? Yeah. Yeah, my hair, my hair is all sorts of crazy, everybody. That's, that's a story for another day. Uh, but there was a guy in Houston, uh, Jim McInvale, a 68-year-old owner of a Houston-area furniture chain known widely as Mattress Mac. Uh, and he made some bets on the game. How much money do you think he Isn't bet on the illegal? game? What, gambling? Buy that game? No! Oh. It's called Vegas. Mm. Okay. And you can do uh, online gambling and everything, oh. too. Wait, so, uh, he's from Houston? He's from Houston. So he bet wrong. He bet on Houston, yes. Mm -hmm. He bet on Houston and to win. It must be a lost. sizable amount if it made the news. Yes. How much do you think he lost? 100000 His store. Uh -huh. No. Uh, he bet, uh, he placed bets of almost $12 million. What? Throughout uh, October in three different states. Wait, did you have to pay him up front? Uh, I don't, I don't know how that is. I, I've never, I don't gamble. And I've never gambled. Is he 12, gone now? Is he missing now? Is that why I suppose? No, no. <laughs> no, but all his fingers But are. I mean, well, that's, well, that's the thing too of like, he said... Uh, hey, this has been a lot of like advertising for me, so it's been kind of a good thing. Oh God, damn! How much million dollars? How much business do you have to get on a twelve million dollar ad campaign? He, he to said, justify it. He <laughs> he said it's fun to be part of the greatest story in gambling history. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to spin that I'm right. a stupid douche. Right. <laughs> Here's he goes when he's crying in the corner. Here's the thing, though. They said he would have lost more money. If Houston had actually won, because there's more to the story, oh, everybody. Because oh, uh, as it turns out, Mattress Mac doesn't just bet with sport books; uh, he makes them with his customers as well. Is what he did in the spirit of supporting the home team. Uh, Mackinvale presented an interesting offer at all his stores. He said, "If the Astros won the World Series, all purchases of more than three thousand dollars during the season would be refunded." Uh, so uh, I hate this guy. Do? I hope he does get worked out. So uh, he said the bets are actually a hedge against what he says were twenty million dollars in liabilities. If the Astros had won, he would have been fucked. Twenty million dollars, Christ! This is a furniture store. A furniture. How store. much are we overpaying for our furniture from this guy? Well. <laughs> it's a front. It's uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, to me, I mean, it's in Houston. Houston's the, uh, I think it's the oh, okay. fourth largest city in the country after New York, LA, and Chicago. Oil. I think. So uh, you know, it doesn't say how many stores he has. He's he's probably the Art Van of Houston, just selling a mm. shit ton of crap furniture. So I just like I hear those numbers, and I'm just like, I can't even wrap my head around that. I went once to a casino, <laughs> and uh, I tried this game, Let It Ride. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you familiar with the game? Yeah. Okay. I've so played it, but I'm familiar. I stood there staring at it for the longest time to make sure I didn't look like a douche when I went up to it. What is uh, it? Is it To me, it looks... Is it like a, a slot machine? What is no, it? no. It's a card game. Yeah. It's a card game. I forget the exact mechanics of it, but oh. I, the dealer even said, I didn't think you were ever going to play when I said and I probably lost $15. I thought, that's it. I'm done. That's my last casino experience. What's all, what I, all I can think in my head is that's a book or a CD or something. That's what's right. the game, though? It's a card game, but like, well, what's the strategy? Well, 
I'd have to look it up. Oh, okay. yeah. I, never, like I, said, I just know I've never even it I've heard seen of it. it, but I don't remember. Where was it? What, uh, like a casino here in Michigan? Oh, okay. So, uh, Turtle like Creek or whatever. Eagle or something like that. That's uh, Soaring Eagle about Turtle oh, Creek, yeah, I think, yeah, Turtle is what Travis said. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, gambling, shit. I'm, I'm like you. Like, I, the only time I ever gambled was on a, a casino on a cruise ship, and I lost, uh, Eighty dollars in fifteen minutes playing blackjack, and I'm like, I suck at this. Um, I'm out. I'm out, and I have no desire. Like, but people who have gambling problems, they're always like, it's always the next one. The next one's gonna make it even out, or I'm gonna get ahead, or whatever. And if I don't keep playing, like the stupid slot machine, like if I don't play it again, the next the person who comes right. along is gonna the win. The next one, yeah. <laughs> the YouTube video on how to play Let It Ride is ten minutes long. Fuck that yeah. shit. Fuck that. No interest. <laughs> never I playing it. I go back to it. my. I mean, I haven't done it. I don't have done any type of gambling forever, and it would only I was just would do slot machines. Yeah. And and. Like, yeah, I don't want to lose a lot of money. And at one point, I just started doing like nickel slots, and everybody mocked me because like you're not gonna make any money on those nickel slots. And I think I've told the story before. But and then you won twenty bucks. No, all of a sudden, and I'm just like I just push buttons because the slots, there's no you just push buttons and do the thing, you know. And and after a while, all of a sudden, all the lights went on. <laughs> it's yeah. like ding 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 ding, and the guy comes over and. I, I won like Five four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Three to four hundred. Oh, between. Yeah. I think maybe it was like three. I like it better when all the Do money you know would come pouring that, out. I know it, but that it's when you have a certain amount. That's what I learned. If it's over a certain amount, you're right. not gonna have all that coming out. But I wanted to come out spilling on that's the ground. Annoying. I want other people to come over, like kick you in the head no, and steal your money. No, I don't like Do you that. have any friends or acquaintances that go to casinos? Yes. yes. Do they claim they typically about break even? And they uh, admit I, to I, losses. I assume as much. Uh, I mean, no one's ever going to tell you that they're in the fucking hole. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, I'm $10,000. Like, oh, I bought break even. Or, right. If I spend a little, it's uh, sure. no less than a night out at the movies or something. Right, and that's what they claim. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lost that $15 within right. three minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know I'm a shitty gambler, but fuck. I know somebody that they go, they go a lot, but I mean, they're older. And I don't really know if they know if they if they're even or you know they enjoy going. They certainly have won big, and they certainly now get a whole lot of freebie stuff. Sure. Like uh, either through like just winning, but also just through because they frequent so often. You know, they get rooms and all that kinds of stuff for free. So I don't know. I think the other thing I think about sure. it when they because uh, we go to con- occasionally concerts at the theater or at a casino. Concerts are good at a casino. If you get the opportunity to see them, because they start right on time, and they right. they don't you don't have a lot of like if there's two bands you don't have a long intermission between because because right. you don't want to get the gamblers yeah, back out get them in and out get back out there fucking yeah them. most people are there for a show like you paid tickets to see something you're there for that right that right, right, right yeah but like, most yeah, people do gamble people. but they want people to stick around and like, yeah, versus okay, I go in and, and then I turn to go back out <laughs> right yeah I'm, I'm with you yeah, on yeah there's that, that opportunity and. Yeah, for people to get out there and do some gambling. Yeah. Uh, okay, last story here. Uh, this one kind of plays into it as well, too, because it's someone who took a gamble and lost. Uh, someone, a very unfortunate thing happened to him. This happened in uh, Greenwood Village, Colorado. Oh. Did you see this article? No. Okay. I thought it Greenfield Village. No. Greenfield Village? Like, that's Green. different? You've been there? Greenfield Village in Colorado? No, in Dearborn. 
I don't know what or the fuck that is. Greenfield? Yeah, something like that. Over by Dearborn, I went. Detroit once. area. Uh, but something uh, awful happened in 2015. Uh, there was this guy. His name is a Robert Seacat. And right there, that tells you he's name? he's a piece of shit. His name is uh, Robert Seacat. Yeah, Seacat. And uh, this is all weird to me. Seacat uh, was being chased by the police uh, because he... He's he, he chased by the D-Dog. He was a shoplifter. And so right there, I'm like, what, this guy, like, what did he steal, like, that the cops are, you know, we got to catch this shoplifter, right? Like, vape. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, he stole a vape machine. <laughs> he stole some four Very loco. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so he's running from the police, right? And then he, he runs into a house. He runs into a house owned by Leo Leck. And when Seacat uh, is in this house... Uh, he refuses to surrender to the police. He's like, fuck you, coppers! I stole this four loco. I'm gonna drink it and fuck off. I'm Seacat. Get away from here, P-Police. <laughs> so, he, um, apparently Seacat, uh, had a weapon on him. And, uh, he's shooting at the police, right? He's in this house. It's not his house. Thankfully, it, it sounds as though nobody else was in this house, though. And he, he broke in, and he's shooting at the police. So uh, the police don't take too kindly upon that, right? They don't like being shot at. Uh, so these people in Colorado, these cops in Colorado, called in the SWAT team that they fired gas munitions and 40-millimeter rounds through windows. Uh, they punched through the doors with an armored vehicle. Oh, and gosh. blew out walls with explosives and flashbang grenades. They really wanted to get fucking Seacat. They needed this shoplifter. Apparently nothing's happening in oh, Greenfield Village. with a rubber band gun? Couldn't they knock the door down with a ramming rod or whatever yeah. they call it? You would think, right? But it says apparently almost every window in the home was destroyed. <laughs> They needed a little thought on what they were doing with the equipment. They were just practiced. Yeah. They were like, eh, let's do what we need to do. Let, they had let, to dust it all off. You know? right. We dust got an opportunity, right. fellas. Right. Let's take advantage of this. Let's blow this house down. So, uh, Seacat eventually was overpowered. You, you think? <laughs> eventually? You, you think they overpowered this fucker? How long? Uh, 19 hour sandoff. This shoplifter with his little pea shooter held off cops for 19 hours. Wow. They so, got uh, mad. He was convicted on 17 felony counts. Uh, but the home was rendered uninhabitable and had to be torn down and rebuilt. So what happens to that? Like, who pays for that? Here's the rest of the story. Is this, I think I might have seen this. <laughs> Uh, headline for it, but not read the article. Well, uh, the city of Green Greenwood Village, not Greenfield, Greenwood Village, said in a statement, it offered to pay for Lack, the owner of the house, $5,000 for temporary living expenses, right? Uh, the home, which his son apparently was renting at the time, was appraised at a value of, how much do you think his home was appraised for? If you just had to guess. 300000 Okay, yeah, I guess there. And, and this is in Greenwood Village, Colorado, Jason. How much would you say? A yeah, home. Quarter million. Uh, $580,000. No. 
Uh, Lex Insurance only paid three hundred forty-five thousand dollars. So he had to take out a mortgage of sixty thousand dollars or six hundred thousand dollars to rebuild the home over a two-year period of time. Uh, Lex attorney told the newspaper it was a miracle that Lex Insurance Company paid anything at all because insurance, Jason, you tell me, is for fires and floods. It's not for cops blew up my house. It should be the cops paying for it. (laughs) Well. He sued, right? He sued. Uh, and uh, there was an unanimous ruling this week by a three-judge panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. Uh, they upheld a federal district court finding that the city owes Leck nothing. They yeah, owe him I nothing. Seen, I must have seen the headline. How can that be? Well, I'm just telling you, they owe I him nothing. I want to know the legal, the statute. Well, let, let, let me continue with the story here. The appeals court said Greenwood Village is not required to compensate uh, the Leck family because the home was destroyed by police while they were trying to enforce the law. We need to catch that shoplifter. He's a hazard to the community. But he had no connection to the ownership of the home. Not at all. He just, here's a house and breaking into it. Uh, It said the actions officer fell within the scope of the police power and did fall under the Fifth Amendment's taking clause which guarantees citizens compensation if the property is seized by the government for public use, such as building a highway. But that didn't happen because we're trying to catch this wanted criminal. While noting that the view may seem unfair, the court found that when police have to protect the public, they cannot be burdened with the condition that the state compensate those damaged by their actions. I mean, when we died, well, because I was waiting, I know he had more to say because I've already interrupted a million times. Well, Lex said he planned to appeal the ruling to the full 10th Circuit panel and possibly to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, Because I felt, I feel like the police response was a bit extreme. Yes, yes, yes. When they talked about, uh, you know, flash grenades and they talked about fucking a a ramming machine. And was he notified? Like, where was the owner? I I have no idea. I mean, the owner doesn't even live there, so I don't know where he was. So so where, yeah. They're firing 40 millimeter rounds. That sounds pretty big, (laughs) right? And they used an armored vehicle to punch out doors. Yeah. They blew out walls. Like, I mean, I don't know. How, like, you Did figure they do this, this at Waco? That's what it sounds yeah. like, right? It sounds yeah, like they're trying to... they rebuild Waco? <laughs> fucking burn that shit down. So, to me, I'm like, God, fuck, if some shit... Ha- why, that, you would think that shit would happen to this house, right? We should pretend. No! No one's going to pay us anything, right? We'll uh, lose. Up your insurance. Well, it's, yeah, they, it said his insurance paid. But the insurance didn't even well, have to pay Jason. him. <laughs> Jason, yes, please, insurance. Insurance Because they said, I mean, like, insurance isn't for... Co- hey, cops blew up my house. The but they said they paid, it. like, 300000 right? 380000 So he had it underinsured. Well, one I guess. I mean, maybe... Because they wouldn't have paid... They wouldn't make a partial payment. Yeah, three. they gave him 345000 uh the, the insurance, insurance company. Yeah, no. Yeah, see, and his that's house was crazy at 580 it's, Yeah, I'm sure that's what he had insured for, though. The 345. Probably, but to me, that's not even should not be up to the insurance to have to even coop, recoup that or pay it out because it was the stupid cops being extreme. Right, they wrong. You almost feel like they've just given them a blank check of like, hey, you can do whatever the fuck right. you want because we don't have to pay because you're trying to get a criminal. Like, I mean, again, I've said I've talked before. Like, I've seen SWAT team 
drive down this street with the fucking like armored vehicle. Right. I've seen cops like hanging off the back with machine guns and there shit. There needs to be a little so, more questioning what they're going to do with the equipment. I don't know if you listened to the oath from a week ago with the Canadian Mountie. Yeah. And he said that at one event they were bringing out the water can and he said, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with that thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Said, what do you mean? We got it. We're going to use it. Right. Said, yeah. But it's, it, what happens if you use it? Who answers for if you use right. it? So maybe you go <laughs> after happens. specific uh, police officers. Well, way. there is too much of a, a uh, militarizing almost right. about police across this country, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. You yep. see them in, like you said, and you see them in the Humvees that we used in Iraq. Sure. And what, what, city, what city needs that? Well, yeah, particularly in uh, Greenwood Village, Colorado, you don't need something like that. To me, it seems weird that they even have an armored vehicle in Greenwood Village. But again, it's the, you're going after a shoplifter, and I guess he upped the ante by shooting at the cops, but he's... Have we learned nothing from Andy? He would go outside the door, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith, and he would talk to him, right. (laughs) You want to come out and talk to us about that? Bring up Barney for trying to put the bullet in the gun. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah, was there the negotiator? (laughs) Were they giving him some pizza? Right. I want to know, what was the value of the thing he stole? I know. It would be interesting to find out what he did steal. He stole a four loco. It was worth five bucks. Yes. He stole it from the liquor store. Like, so then also there's that cost of the taxpayers too of sure. that all that force yep. for a five dollar shirt from TJ Maxx or something. Well, hopefully this guy has like a GoFundMe or something like that and uh, he can help uh, recoup the cost of building his house. So but there you it's go. It's awful. Yeah. I don't like it. It makes me angry. Let's do. Let's storm the police station. Yeah. Let's steal a armored vehicle and ram the police station. Take that, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. See what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's the podcast. Unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about, anything you want to cover? I I do. I just want to add this. I'm going back to Graham. Oh. He direct messaged me on Twitter. Yes. Right. Yes. And what did he say? He said. Uh huh. He said to me. Yes. Hold on. All right. You need another filler pack? No, I got it. He goes, hey, I've just been sitting around thinking, it's so weird you are a mulatto. <laughs> what? It's so weird that you are a mulatto? You are a mulatto. He's just making observations. Yeah. And I went, that's what my pappy used to say. <laughs> and then he goes, I don't know why I'm telling you that, but I am. And then I went into that story about how you and I were standing in front of the freezer and we're like, what's in that container? Oh, yeah. Uh, Graham left weed butter in yeah. our freezer. <laughs> so uh, like, we, need a weekly fe- we need a weekly feature. Random observations from Graham. From Graham. Right. We're going to get Jay Hibiscus. I think you're listening. We're going to get you the weed butter whenever we mm-hmm. see you next. Jay Hibiscus. So. As I said, I go, just the other day, Stu and I were standing side by side looking in the freezer. Eyeball in the plastic container yet behind. I asked him if green butter was inside. Stu opened it and was hit aromatically in the yes. face. And he then said, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yep, right. that's some that's weed better. Yeah, so maybe that's a weekly session with Graham. Random observations with Graham, so... Uh, what's ha- There's something happening this weekend, I forget. Uh, I don't know. My daughter's play. Yeah, you're going back over yeah. to Sag Nasty to see a play? 
Taking uh, awesome. Uh, I got tickets to go see Michael Costa, his uh, Comedy Central special taping in Detroit. That uh, was confirmed today. Comedy special special taping? Special 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 taping. Super special That'll special be good. taping? And uh, that's about it. So anything going on with you this weekend there, Jason? Uh, I, I think, think so. that movie comes out this weekend, so maybe I'll go see it. Which movie? The uh, Edward Norton one. I think that's on November 1st. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You can see it. The Bob. That uh, Jane Silent Bob movie's at fucking uh, oh, fuck Celebration it. Woodland. I'm going to go. I'm going to that. Oh, I will see that. Uh, Jane Silent Bob, the reboot or whatever. Uh, I have no yeah, you, know you have no interest in it. So I don't I'll know go that. Yeah, good. yeah the, the guys from Clerks. You hate oh, that movie. Yeah, hate so. that movie. yeah, yeah. So I'll go see it by myself. So that'll be good. So that's it, everybody. Uh, please we'll go like. The, ugh, no, I don't want to taste test s'more cereal. Uh, please like the fan page on Facebook and Twitter. Marshmallows. Doing a lot of polls over there on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have yeah. seen that or oh, not. I've seen them. We did the poll on Twitter. The one Can today was about who won the World Series. Was it the uh, Houston? We did this already. Washington? No, we didn't do this already we because did. we fucking uh, we talked <laughs> oh, well, about it. We did it as our own. Yeah, I asked you who won. But I, said I said who won. Washington, Houston, uh, the girls who flashed their boobs, or who oh. cares? Yeah, who cares? And right now, uh, the winner is uh, the girls who flush their boobs. Goddamn How right did they do on our next poll on brackets <laughs> that I suggested for next oh. week, next month, next year? What are we year? doing? Or never. Oh, about how, polls? Like, give you some ideas or something, right? Is I think, uh, I don't know. We, maybe we should do, like, uh, Thanksgiving sides. What is the best way to kill your wean dog? No, <laughs> wean dog's good. I like Wean Dog. She's pretty good. So, all right, we're done. Okay. We're done. Adios. We're done. All right, we'll see you. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Me.